Welcome to Coaching with Kelly, a podcast that equips you with tools to live a vibrant life in every season. Join life coach Kelly Tibbetts as she encourages you and interviews inspiring guests who are living a vibrant life. Welcome to Coaching with Kelly. I hope our conversation today helps you to live a vibrant life. And I'm excited to be back again with Ellen Mailhot. Ellen, thank you for being here today. Hi, Kelly. Happy to be here. And how exciting is this? We have been talking together, doing podcasts for so long that we are now doing a second session of the idea of how to create harmony in the holidays. So that is so, so fun for us. So as we're about to begin, I was just wondering when you hear the idea holiday harmony, what comes to mind? The first thing that comes to mind is how we talk so often about how differently we all think, feel, and do life. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to do any of that the same to have holiday harmony. And there's so many different ways to work on that that we've been working on. So I I remember we did we did a podcast last year around the same time on holiday harmony. And I we've learned so much since then. Mm -hmm. So now we're layering on another level deeper. And that's exciting. I think it's exciting, too, because when we came up with this idea, it was actually three Christmases ago. Yeah. And we had this aha moment of wouldn't life be a little bit more enjoyable if we celebrated the way we all think, feel and do life differently instead of constantly being not aware of what we're doing and then also sort of expecting other people to do it the same as us. So that's pretty exciting. Now, I come from a family. My parents had um, my three sisters and my brother. And if we had had this information, there was so much difference in the way that we all thought and felt and did life. And then I got married and now I have three adult children and the Enneagram and the working genius have given me such insight, like, and the Myers-Briggs. I'm the only extrovert in my family. They're all introverts. So have you noticed that your family of five also thinks, feels, does life differently and maybe your family of origin? It's so (laughs) helpful with my current family, not as much my family of origin. Um, I have to do more work in that area, but, but my, my kids and my husband, oh my gosh, the number of insights of, oh, that's why, you know, we didn't line up on that thing. Like they think of it that way. I think of it this way, or, or the focus is on the past versus the present or, you know, the different motivations behind it and the different energies, right? We have a mix of introverts and extroverts with my little family. And that that's a huge difference. And the time of day too, like all these little nuances, and we we're all learning to, you know, kind of bounce up against those things. And, and it, it makes a big difference for all year round harmony, not just at the holidays. Right. Very, very helpful to be aware, but it takes work and time. Yeah. And, you know, we've been working on it, as you said, a long time and, and it, it's starting to really show and, and that's exciting. So, it is so exciting. Yeah. So the first gift we offer you is do a little bit of work to understand yourself. Ellen just gave you some things that we start to notice. Oh, does my energy change during the day? Well, 100% you're a human, right? There are times of day where your emotional energy is high and that's a great time to have difficult conversations. And there are times of day where you're emotionally depleted, really not a great time to make important decisions. And that goes all the way back to our very first energy book where that was one of our big aha moments. Like maybe when you're in red exhausted energy, don't make big life decisions. Like that was huge. It was a big aha. Of basic but it like a, a <laughs> but we never then, ever but, noticed yeah. it and then yeah. try oh, to use huge. it it's like oh everybody needs to know this <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things that we use is the life coach school model um 
it's also found all through scripture that when you think something, you can choose to keep that thought on repeat, or if it's not serving you, you can choose not to keep it on repeat. But your thoughts are always creating feelings, and your feelings are either moving you towards the results you want to have in your life, or you end up buffering, right, trying to avoid that feeling. So that's one thing we've noticed as we've started to create relationships, especially with our adult children. We're, we're really focused this year on being healthy parents with adult children. And what does that kind of relationship look like? And we use the serenity prayer. We say there are things in life that we have to accept because we don't have control over it. We do not, this is really important, have control over our parents, friends, adult children's thoughts, feelings, or actions. And giving energy to try to change those things is exhausting. We do have authority over our thoughts, our feelings, and our actions. And so you came up with a really powerful thought. Be present with whomever is present. And where that serves, it's a great (laughs) thought. Well, it serves us because we will have three children who are not little anymore. Right. And so they'll be in and out throughout the holiday season. And we can either, oh, I wish when they were, I missed them being little and everyone was together. Or I can be present with whoever's present. Yes. Yeah. Tell me how that thought came and what you learned. Well, I was, I was thinking about, I was reviewing, you know, the tools I added last year and reflecting on the ones that are now have kind of become habits. So now Mm -hmm. I can layer on more and the, I have my, my youngest is getting married and this year, even though he's not married yet is the first year they're doing the sharing thing. We're going to do Thanksgiving at this house. And so this is the first year we've experienced that. And we knew this was coming, you know, like we remember what that was like when we went through it on the other end. And my husband and I've decided we are, we're going to not go that route of trying to resist that or constantly bring up, you know, these things. And we have much more to say on that in a little bit, but um, they're, they come and go, right. There's very seldom when we're all together mm-hmm. and when we are together, it's great. And when we're not all together, it's great. And I thought, mm-hmm. I just want to be present with who's present. Like mm-hmm. whoever's here, I want to be content with that time and, and live in that time instead of w- thinking about the way it used to be or wishing somebody else was also there is really robbing you of the joy of that present moment. Mm-hmm. And so my theme, and, and I thought of a whole bunch of tools underneath this theme of being present with whomever is present. That's my theme for the whole holiday season this year. And I'm, and really it's, I'm hoping it will, you know, just be my theme for life. <laughs> well, because <laughs> your, your desire for vibrant relationships has impacted our coaching program so much, right? A vibrant relationship, looking out five years, how can this relationship flourish and be even stronger? Well, here's a thought, instead of looking backwards and being so sad that what was is no longer the reality, like, hey, who's in my space? And if it's me, I'm gonna be really present with me. What am I thinking and feeling? If it's me and my spouse, I can be really present there. And, and if it's so one child- neat, neat things about it not being different. Like there's things I miss, you know, when they were mm-hmm. little, but- I love having adult children and right. people and, you know, the, in the coming and going, the activity, I like the quiet sometimes, but I also like the the buzz and excitement when they are here. Um, there's a nice balance and mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. And, yeah. and how sad to just be thinking of the past and, or, or thinking of where this will lead. It's like, just be here, that be here now thing, you know, it's right. just a different way of saying the same thing, but you know, it's a nice play on the word present too, especially as we're trying not especially to be Especially at the holiday right? season yeah, to be present. <laughs> well, I love that so much. So one of the things you've taught me is we spend a lot of time learning these tools. And what would it look like to actually create a toolbox? If you all could see us on Zoom, Ellen's toolbox literally fits into, it almost looks like a little recipe box. It is a recipe box. <laughs> And it's, so, it's such, it's so nerdy, but it works for me. So I'm, I'm not embarrassed of it. <laughs> no, well, because 
in order to grow a new thought, we need to practice it. Yeah. And so how many times, you know, I was a pastor, you would learn an amazing thought through a sermon or a song, and then an hour later you're at the grocery store parking lot and you've forgotten it. So choosing to write it down and repeat it and remember it is huge. So we call that a toolbox. And so whether it's on your phone or it's handwritten and in a recipe box, it's what serves you. So you have some tools for the upcoming mm. holiday season? Yes. And this this is definitely very focused on the parenting adult children stage. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I know not everyone is in that space, but man, I, I, I'm just excited about this because I feel like it's really going to help with my relationships with my kids. And I think one of the things is, yeah, maybe you don't have adult children. One, you can practice now and get better, right? Like kids do change. (laughs) And the other thing is there may be other relationships on the other side, right? So my mom is still with us. Like I can consider what it's like for me to be the adult child Mm -hmm. and have this adult child parent relationship, but really at its core, I think it's healthy adult, adult relationships. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's so different from adult-child relationships yep. where yep. they are your children, but they're not a child. So, well, And this is tricky, right? There's not a lot out there on this, right? Mm-hmm. We, have, we have a lot of um, noise about, you know, getting current with the current generation and finding out what's going on. And they're experiencing different things than we experienced. But the that we're, you and I are calling it a narrow road, right? You're Yes, you're still their parents, but you're not making their decisions. You're not in charge. You don't know everything that's going on, nor is it your place to do so. They they need your may need your advice and come to you for advice sometimes, but that's not the same thing, right? But you're also not their friend. Mm-hmm. Right? You're also you're kind of a mentor, but it's way more than that. Like there really isn't a word in our English language to to describe not one word this relationship, and it's such a special precious time, right? This transition, and none of us know how to do it. We're just winging right. it, and a lot of us are doing it really badly. And so I feel like this toolbox is is my protection for not doing it badly. And I I'm, right. I have a lot of work to do, but um, I have a bunch of tools. I don't know that we'll have time to talk about all of them. But no, I'm no, I think we're going to look at the six overview. And yeah, so again, yeah. if you're like listening today and you're in college and you're thinking, I don't even have any children, consider the relationships in your life where there's someone older than you. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to hold space for this healthy adult-adult relationship. Maybe yeah. it's a peer. Maybe it's a boss. And just, I think all of these tools can serve every single person. The yeah. first one being, no matter where you are this holiday, at work, at home, at a relative's house, is there a way to find a place to be present with whoever is present, right? Mm-hmm. And and just acknowledging, I love in yoga where we say the light in me sees and honors the light in you, right? We're all made in the image of God. You're having a conversation with someone who's 100% valuable, 100% loved, and so are you. What would that look like? And so here are six tools that I think no matter what stage of relationship you're in, they can serve you. But boy, if you're trying to have a healthy adult parent, adult child relationship, these six are just in that sweet spot. So why don't you tell me the six um, tools? We're going to be sharing them on Instagram as part of my toolbox, um, but then we're going to go a little deeper into a couple of them. Um, yeah, sure. So, so the first one I have on my list is accepting and adapting to my children now being house guests in mm. the house they grew up in. Right. Their rooms are well, almost all guest rooms now, but then they come and stay in them for a few days. And, and it just changes the vibe, right? They're mm-hmm. guests now. They don't have all their stuff. Um, we may fall into routines, but things, it's a very different vibe, right? When, when you're hosting them versus they live here. Um, the second one is kind of that narrow road concept of practicing the narrow road of parenting adult children. And that's that's a big that's a big one. That's not really a simple tool, but but that's the second one on my list. 
Um, third, I have making peace with sharing adult children mm-hmm. with not only they may not be married yet, but they have their their tribe, right? They they want to do the Friendsgiving and it may not be on the day, but you're sharing them with their, you know, group, their people, which may not be the same people anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and this, I have this as a separate one, but it kind of dovetails off of it is you are not the center mm-hmm. of their circle anymore. Yeah. You may want to be. And you may think they are still in your center circle, but you are not in theirs. Mm-hmm. And that is a really hard pill to swallow. Mm. And so many of us experienced our own parents not really getting that and clinging to us. And, you know, and and I am not going to be that parent. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that to my kids. Not easy. Right. And they are, you know, very much. I want them to be my center, but I recognize they're not. And I want to really respect that. And there's a whole bunch to that one. Um, I'm losing track because I, I might even. And I think we're going to look at the 50 50 of life. 50 50. Yeah. You, you talk a lot in your coaching uh, about 50 50. Like everything's 50 50, right? There's always a pro and con. And what, what people do tend to do is either I'm going to focus on the positives and they kind of either repress or ignore the negatives or they wallow in the negatives and are, you know, they're robbing their happy. Like, I can't be happy until all these things are fixed. And then they're mm-hmm. never happy because there's always a pile of negative stuff. And that teaching us to have them both coexist. I mm-hmm. have positive and negative, that mixed feelings is pretty much every single aspect of life. Right. And the adulting, adulting, <laughs> adult children is so much 50, 50, right? There's all these new, exciting things. And then there's the nostalgia. There's, there may be, you know, sadness. Um, that having those two things coexist in a healthy way. Yes. Those feelings are both those both sets of feelings are there and there need to be processed and acknowledged. Neither should be ignored. That's a huge one. Um, Remember what it was like. Mm -hmm. All all you parents of adult children, remember what it was like when you found your person and how exciting it was to meet their family and to, you know, learn their traditions and to start your own new traditions how awful it felt mm-hmm. when your parents said stuff to you that just kind of burst that balloon, right? And that goes right that back leads, to the don't say list. <laughs> yes, at least to the last one, which I don't know if the numbers line up. With okay, your, yep. But the do not say list, I made a big one. And I don't mm-hmm. know if we have time to go in that now. We can save that for another time, or do you want me to share? Well, we don't have time to go deep in it, but what we're offering you is take a few moments, yeah. take out a piece of paper, and think of the things that people have said to you that you say later, I wish they wouldn't have said that. Like it didn't serve the relationship. It didn't move it forward. Just because we think it doesn't mean we need to speak it, right? And so having a list and maybe um, when we do either a clubhouse or one of our Facebook lives, we will share the entire list, but also join us for coaching. This is where all the little sweet details are shared. So we have just a few more minutes in this workshop to go um, in this podcast to go a little bit deeper. And we wanted to talk specifically around the one tool that you and I found to change our lives. And that is if you take a moment and you think of the target logo. The centerpiece, that really bright red, that is a little picture for us of who we as humans, how many big, deep relationships we can hold on to, right? And so we talk about Jesus as our example, and he had his relationship with God the Father, and then he had these, like, this best friend and these three friends, you know, but he didn't put 500 people in the center of that target circle and expect all the relationships to flourish. Mm -hmm. And when you're a parent, your children are right there, bright red center. And then they grow up and they move you out of their center into 
the second ring, the third ring, the fourth ring, right? Friends take that place, work relationships, partners. And so what did you notice when you started to accept that you're not in the center of the circle of your adult children? How did you get some tools for that? What did you so, have to process? Yeah, it, it's really interesting because I I have that mix of remembering my do not say list is pretty big because of things that have been said to me when mm -hmm. I was in that stage. And those things, you know, why can't you stay longer? You know, why, you know, I wish you could just stay a little longer, like things like that are not motivating to come around more often. And mm -hmm. they actually, if said frequently enough, will push you even further out. Mm -hmm. Like your kids are going to put you even further. The more you say things that guilt them or pressure them or, you know, not that you should never be honest about what you're feeling, but there's a healthy middle ground, but I, I don't, I don't know. I get, I, I, I don't want to do that to my kids. Mm -hmm. Right. I want them to be here because they want to be here because we have a healthy relationship, not because they have this guilty obligation that they want to check off their list so that, that they can go on and do the things they really want to do. And I think accepting mm -hmm. that I'm not in their center circle has actually been freeing. It's, mm. it's been um, not as sad as I thought it would be it, because it doesn't mean I'm not in their lives. It doesn't mean it, it, and it's just a different version of a relationship. And I think that's hard, really hard when, especially if you still have someone, like I still have one in college, there's like, you know, there's this long period where they're in and there out. There really is a long period. You know, um, and so you're, it's almost like they're straddling the center circle. Um, that's, a, that's just a process and it's a phase. Um, so I, I'm actually excited about it. I don't feel maybe because I've done a lot of work on it already. It's not a something I'm really in denial about. I think at first there's kind of a, a sense of, no, this can't be. But when you really accept it, um, it can be freeing and pave the way for a really mature adult adult relationship. And what you're doing is you're you're using your courage to think thoughts like I'm happy for them. Yeah. I'm excited for this new relationship. And that's what's bringing in the excitement. And so what we're offering you is just take a moment. If you have a piece of paper, draw a target, right? And in the center is your name. And you, I, Ellen, we, we all need to be healthy. We need to do whatever we need to do to get mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually healthy. And then if you have a primary relationship, that person's name might go in there. But don't put 14 names there. Yeah right? No one has that kind of energy. Start to put the names. Okay. There are people I want to give, you know, energy every day to, and there are people I want to see at least once a week. Mm -hmm. And, and you notice this at work as well. There are people who you want to have that long conversation with and people who, you know, and this I think is one of the hardest parts of college is you want to put everybody on that bright red center circle and nobody can handle that many relationships. Social media might say you have 2000 friends. Nobody can put 2000 people in that first circle. They have to be spread out, but accepting, Okay. You know what? My kids, they're in that first circle for me, but my mom has moved to circle two and my siblings have moved to three, four, five. And my children now have me in circle two or three. And what does that mean? And I, it's bittersweet. We're happy for them. And, you know, sometimes we miss what was. So what are you really, noticing? It's healthy. It's like healthy. You, like it's not healthy. It's like if your kids are still clinging, like it's kind of, even though it sounds good, like mm. I, or like, um, my husband's mother was like, I just, I, I wish they all still lived here. It's like, yeah. as a 30 year old, you want your kid to be living? Like, what is that? Like, well, that's, that's the 50, 50 of only the positive memories. Yeah. Right. It's, a, yeah. it's when, you know, we both had little children that came really quickly and you can see a mom with three little ones and think, oh, I missed that. But no, it was really hard. It was really hard. <laughs> <You weren't> sleeping <laughs> and yeah. it seemed yeah. like there wasn't enough energy for everybody. So yes, yeah. at the end of this conversation, what are we offering you? Notice what you're thinking. 
Decide if keeping that one thought on repeat is going to serve you in the relationships that matter. Harmony comes when we celebrate. People think, feel, and do life differently, and that's a really good thing. Mm -hmm. And an adult-child-parent relationship, when you can just even take a moment and put people into the right ring of the target and then acknowledge, okay, it's 50-50. Here's some strengths of that, and here's some you know, other feelings. So any last things you're noticing about having a toolbox, having the holidays coming, the reality of 50-50, and you know, just accepting where we are? Yeah, I, I I know we've said this uh in many times, but it's really important to not to try to add too many new things at once. Mm. Yeah, like we, I, we listed a bunch of things and maybe just grab one of them that resonates and and try it on for Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know, like it, it takes time and and they're not going to come naturally. You're undoing neural pathways and creating new ones. They're not going to be quick fixes. So so just kind of um, you know. Notice. One tool at a time. <laughs> yeah, one tool at a time. And what's nice is, like we said this earlier, is all the tools I added last year are now habits. So they're mm. not, it doesn't take the energy and effort it did before. So now I can add the new ones this year. And 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 it does take patience and time. Well, that really summarizes why we think everyone needs a coach. And yeah. so I would love to be your coach. You can head over to kellytibbets.com to find out more. If you haven't listened to last year's podcast, it's on the Coaching with Kelly podcast. We'll have a link to this episode. But Ellen, as always, thank you for being here. Thank you for doing the deep thinking. And um, thank you all for listening. Again, to find out more about Holiday Harmony, you can head over to kellytibbets.com or follow me on Facebook or Instagram. Thanks for listening to Coaching with Kelly. Join us next time for another conversation on how to live a vibrant life in every season. To find out more about Kelly, including how to make her your life coach, visit kellytibbets.com or connect with her on Facebook, Clubhouse, or Instagram.